Evan. Bad. Thought, I, thought I'd switch up the intro music today. Keep keep people on their toes. Yeah, you know? full disclosure, Ben only did that because he clicked on the wrong video initially, <laughs> and then he just stuck with it. So uh, we're, we're changing it up right here at the end of the season. It's good. What, week, week set, week, post week 16 yeah. pod have a new... I don't think we've had any... Uh, I don't think I've switched up the music at all this year. Yeah, it's, it's usually like a once a year phenomenon where you like just randomly get really into some other video and... And we do that for a week, so here we are, week 16. I remember we played the Gopher theme song, or the Gopher... Nice. Well, and then, Nick, we had the bet last year where we had to play... Didn't we have to play the Iowa Rouser or Maybe. something? yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Oh, well. Anyway, well, Evan, not to bury the lead, but um, we're, we're, getting to, we're getting to the end. The Schaefer Bowl is set. Um, we're going to have, for the seventh year in a row, a new champion of Schaefer Bowl, <laughs> which is my only real goal for this league, is to just get through 14 years and have each of us won exactly one time. Um, so next year is year eight, and we will have seven. So are we, so in year eight, are we due for a repeat champion? You'd think, we're, so we will have reached the point where half of the owners have won the league, um, but everyone exactly one time in that group. Uh, so we are not due next year. We are not due yet. Because next year it's 50-50. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the year after. Year nine, it'll start becoming less likely, you know. If even, we, if, even if, if everyone's if totally year, If year eight we also have a new champion, yeah. then we will be due. Yeah, well, and hmm. I guess I'll have some thoughts about just the general tenor of the league probably after Schaefer Bowl and once we see who wins. Because I think that the narrative is going to be heavily impacted by whether Joe or Henry wins this game. Uh, but I'll have some narrative points at that point. All right. So, Evan, what, so what games? So a lot of people, you know, the quarterfinal losers are irrelevant now. They're done, yeah. The, uh, the, the losers from the consolation bracket last week are done. So that puts us at, so that is six people we will not be talking about, which means we're talking, yep. about, we're talking about eight people, which means we're talking about four matchups today. Yep. Yeah. So we got uh, our two semis, which uh, you know I'm sure we'll start with here, and then uh, and then Ben. I, I know we're excited to get to the consolation bracket, oh my where some major upsets are brewing. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the semis first, though. Um, I, I definitely don't want to start with my game, so let's start with <laughs> with Henry and Ethan's semifinal, which uh, was a pretty good fantasy game here. Uh, Henry takes it 107 to 95 over Ethan. This is a bit of an upset. I think, like, for the last, I don't know, probably six weeks or so, I had thought that Ethan was, you know, the, the favorite to win the Schaefer Bowl. But Henry's been coming on strong here at the end. It's pretty funny that Henry went 4-10 and 10 in the regular season and is now, like, on the cusp of winning the Schaefer Bowl. Well, he, he, I mean, he paid his dues in the regular season. Right, yeah. I just had one of the yeah. least lucky seasons of all time. In so terms what of what did Henry finish in points scored? Did he finish, like, fourth? Or it was, like, fourth or fifth, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, Henry is twelve ninety four. Yeah, there's only one, two, three, four. He's so fifth in yeah, points. Yeah, fifth scored. in the league in points scored. Like yeah. right behind Tim, like pretty close to me and Joe. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, pretty solid season from Henry. He just had incredibly bad luck, and then yeah. in the playoffs, well, that doesn't matter. Well, right? both of the four and ten teams are. <laughs> Me and Henry. Yeah, you finished with the same record. <laughs> it would be really funny if a four and ten team wins the Shaver Bowl and a four and ten team wins the consolation bracket. Like the thirteenth and fourteenth place teams <laughs> in the regular season standings. <laughs> that, that would be, be pretty that would be so I'm fun. rooting I, I am rooting for that. Yeah, well Henry can thank his lucky stars that we have a wild card spot these days because yeah, he wouldn't have finished anywhere close to the playoffs. Well Henry I mean if we're looking now that I'm looking at the standings, Henry, sixty moves this year. Oh yeah, like he put I mean, in his he, work. He definitely did. Yeah, no, he's he's been paying um, attention. He's oh, been... and some of those moves, Ben, really helped him out in this semifinal. Um, he had a bit of a situation earlier in the week with some COVID guys. Uh, Mike Williams, the Chargers wide receiver, was out with COVID, and Travis Kelsey was out with COVID. DeAndre Swift also missed the Lions game yeah. with that injury he's he's had. He was kind of questionable the whole week. So those yeah. are three guys who would normally start for Henry if healthy that weren't in. So he scooped up Justin Jackson. The Chargers backup after Austin Eckler got COVID. Justin Jackson scored 26 fantasy points. Uh, he scooped up Josh Palmer in another like fairly inspired Henry ad uh, to replace Mike Williams. Uh, Josh Palmer, also a Chargers wide receiver. He scored a touchdown, had 43 yards. Obligatory who is Josh Palmer. Right. So like I watch a decent amount of Chargers because I had Mike Williams on my team for most of the season before I traded him to Henry. 
Josh Palmer is like in the Jalen Guyton realm of like random guy who annoyingly like steals touches from either Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. I guess Josh Palmer. Lo- Josh Palmer was a third round pick this year. Yeah, so I that's think not nothing. Was it this year? I guess this that's why year. he's not super established yet. But he has had a couple of decent games lately, and I think like when Williams is out, he has a chance to really shine there. There's not enough volume there to support Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, yeah. and Josh Palmer slash Jalen Guyton. But if if Allen or Williams is out, then Palmer can do some stuff. So um, Josh Palmer uh, was born in Brampton, Ontario. Nice. That's kind of fun. That is fun. Um, Always down for Canadians. So yeah. he he lived in Canada until about what well, looks like the tenth grade. Where did he go to college? He went to Tennessee. So he was nice. in he was in Canada until tenth grade. Then he went to some summer football camps in the U.S. and uh, classic St. Thomas Aquinas mm. uh, snagged him. So he transferred to St. Thomas Aquinas for his junior and senior years of high school and then went to Tennessee. Nice. Yeah, so Palmer had a pretty decent game at 10 points. Uh, I guess the only one of Henry's uh, desperation replacement pickups that didn't work was Tyler Croft, the Jets tight end, who put up 29 yards. The churn. But that was only after Ethan churned him on tight ends. Uh, seeing who's on Ethan's bench. It actually worked for Ethan. Like He did prevent Henry from either picking up Cameron Bright, who scored a touchdown, or... Brevin Jordan. I mean, to be fair, he wouldn't have. Henry wouldn't have six have, points. To be fair, Henry probably wouldn't have picked up Brevin Jordan. Who's Brevin Jordan? Yeah. yeah wow. Okay. He has uh, scored three touchdowns. I'm not season, even gonna so. Google that guy. Yeah. Um. So, but that was the only one that that didn't work out quite for Henry. But even so, three points from a tight end, you don't hate it, right? Uh, it's not as I think you do hate it. You hate it. You hate it when like your regular starter is Travis Kelsey. But in terms of waiver wire tight ends, you don't hate it. <laughs> if you're not hating three points, what are you hating? Like, zero, I guess. Yeah, it didn't matter. I guess that's case. fair. I got zero from my tight end. Right, yeah. yeah I would have taken it. It's three. very possible. Um, um, but yeah, so pretty good week from Henry. The Justin Jackson pickup was really what won him this game, because he had 26 points here. Well, and huge. he was able to match Ethan. Both of these defenses went bananas. Yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. Um, 22 points from the Dallas defense. They scored two touchdowns. It's <laughs> a good way to do it. They've been really on fire lately. They've had four straight games over 16 points. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so is, is that it with him? But yeah, overall, Henry, very impressive to, you know, Swift's out, Kelsey's out, Mike Williams is out, still puts up 106. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, pretty good week. Even, yeah. like, Jamar Chase had kind of a nice little bounce back after a real letdown in week 15. Yeah, Harris had a good week. For Chase. Yeah, Ooh, got a little Harris goose from Parker. <laughs> yeah, it was on Monday night. Like, it was totally irrelevant what Devontae Parker did in this game, as long as he didn't fumble five times. But yeah, just didn't get a target. <laughs> so, pour one out. Um, I also think oh, it's... Oh, he played Marshawn Lattimore. Mm, you got yeah. all... Got... I, I think the Dolphins were also leading that entire game, so I don't think they threw it very much. Yeah. I One final thing I wanted to say about Henry is that I think it's pretty funny that he started three Chargers players... And they lost by 12 points to the Texans, but all three of those guys, like, put up points, you know? Like, <laughs> that was fun. That was, like, the majority of his points on the week was Chargers players. Um, speaking of starting multiple players on an L.A. team, mm. Ethan. Wow, segue. <laughs> Man, segue of the year there from Ben. Uh, Cooper Cup had a good week. Really, though, for Cooper Cup? Not that good for a week. <laughs> like, oh. almost, you're almost a little disappointed with Cooper Cup putting up 11 points. Yeah, I guess uh, that's true. Which is kind of funny, but yeah, that's funny. where we have arrived. Yeah. yeah 109 yeah. yards for Cooper Cup. We've been Cup. a little like, slow yeah. with Cooper Cup, but I mean, it was more like Van Jefferson didn't really get it done. Yeah, this that was week. a real bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a tough, that was a tough L for, for old Van. Yeah. Um, now that uh, Odell Beckham has really incorporated himself into the office there, <laughs> into the offense, uh, it's going to be challenging for uh, the other junior in the wide receiver core, Van Jefferson Jr., to, uh, to get it going. But I thought it would have been funny uh, if you would see, because we have a wide receiver named Jefferson on the Vikings, mm-hmm. and the Rams have a wide receiver named Jefferson. I, 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 haven't, I didn't uh, go on Twitter or anything, but I feel like it would have been, I guess nobody probably has Van Jefferson jerseys. Yeah, but it would have been it would have been funny to see like multiple Jefferson jerseys from the different. Yeah, that that would be kind teams. of a, a a deep a deep dive there with the Van Jefferson jersey. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Um, Javante Williams, not a great week. Just yeah. got saved with a touchdown. It's a little hard to like nitpick Ethan's lineup because like he scored ninety five points, but it's just like a little yeah. less than he needed. You know, it's a, and it's a couple guys. It's like well, Jalen Hurts only scored seventeen. You know, like Javante Williams only scored eight. Like I guess Dallas Goddard scoring three was really kind of tough. Like yeah. Goddard's been pretty good here lately, um, especially like having Goddard and Hurts only combined for less than 20 points, despite the fact that the Eagles won that game by 24. is kind of rough. Like, yeah. you'd just expect a little more than that. But Well, this is Goddard's lowest total. Well, I guess he also scored 2.8 in Week 10. But this is his lowest since... He also scored 2.8 in Week 5. Yeah, he put up a donut in Week 12. Like, it, Goddard isn't he like... Maybe, got, maybe he got hurt in Week He might have, yeah. Goddard isn't like one of the most consistent tight ends. Like, they just don't pass enough to, like, really have a super consistent tight end. Like, he's a, a decent fantasy starter, but he's not one yeah. of those guys that you can rely on for, like, even six points every week. Yeah, I think the tail of the tape here is that Henry went all in on the Chargers. It paid off. Yeah. Ethan then... is oversubscribed. I mean, when you – you got two guys on Philly. You got two guys on the Rams. Um, You know, like, Hertz, Hertz didn't have a great game. So, you know, Goddard didn't have a great game. And um, when you have two wide receivers on the same team. And they're not know, even the two best wide receivers on that team. Like, OBJ is probably in front of Van Jefferson in the in the pecking order at this point. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. hard. There are a few too many mouths to feed. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just a little... A little too, uh, you know, this a little too subscribed to a single yeah. single offense. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, um, what did, where did Ethan finish in... Point scored this he was year. first. Ethan was, the Ethan was first in point scored. Yeah, right. A reasonable margin. Yeah. Well, good season. I mean, overall, quality season from Ethan. I mean, yeah. he's got he's got the third place game against uh, against me. Yeah, against, I'm, against I'm pretty Steve. sure he's going to win that game. I would be surprised if he did not. Um, yeah, I, th- I still think this is a really good lineup, and you know, a few things go a different way. Then uh, yeah. we could be looking at Ethan in the championship here, and he'd probably be favored in that game. Yeah, I guess something I didn't mention before is I think I think you're really bummed about only six Jalen Hurts going up against the Giants. Yeah, I think you're you're really bummed about sixteen. Yeah, um, that's I, really like like Hurts could have easily you know if Hurts has twenty five. Yeah, right. which is like not a crazy not at all. Yeah, get for especially for Hurts with his rushing ability. Yeah, you know if you add ten points to Hurts' total. All of a sudden, it's one hundred six, one hundred five. Like it's a ball game, right? And yeah. I think I think you're really. I probably if I'm Van Jefferson, like Van Jefferson's fine, but like I'm not expecting Van Jefferson to score. I mean, I guess he had a few weeks there where he was putting up double digits. Yeah. But he but was just he was just getting touchdowns. Yeah, and, you can't really rely on Van yeah, Jefferson. But like yeah. like Jalen Hurts, like I feel like you're expecting Jalen Hurts to, you know, put 20, up at least plus, at least yeah. put up twenty two, twenty three, and yeah, yeah, I think that's. I, I would be the most disappointed in that if I was... Um, I want to shout Ethan out. I w- I'm kind of kicking myself for dropping Devin Singletary like two weeks ago. Um, this was like... At, I dropped him right after a game where he had four carries against the Bucks, And I was like, I'm not going to be able to start this guy in the playoffs. Right? I'm thinking like, in what scenario do I start Devin Singletary in the playoffs? Like I have so many good, healthy running backs and then all my running backs got hurt. And yeah. Devin Singletary uh, has been playing pretty well. He put so, up 16 so you, points in week 15. So you would have dropped him like when he was getting start, like when Zach Moss was getting healthy scratch. That was like, a, yeah. that's been going on for a while, right? So why yeah. did you, why did you drop Singletary if Moss was getting and Like the whole thing scratch. was like, I had like, I had five startable running backs other than Devin Singletary. And I was like, in, w- in what scenario am I going to be starting De- Devin Singletary? And then it's just like, all of my guys got hurt at the same time. So yeah. it's great. Um, um, bench, nothing really. Yeah, nothing uh, nothing to talk about. Um, all right, shall we, uh, should we get a move on here? Sure. <laughs> so the other semi, uh, not the most competitive game here. <laughs> Joe, Joe took me out behind the woodshed. Uh, 115 to 58. Just about doubled you up. Not oh, yeah. Quite. He was very close. Yeah. Um, I, I went and looked it up. So I mentioned last week on the pod that I had the third most points ever scored in a fantasy playoff game in our league uh, in week 15. Quarterfinals. Yeah. Yeah. This week I had the, I think it was the fifth fewest ever scored in the playoffs. <laughs> so, you know. Would have been nice if those would have averaged out. Yeah. I mean, even then, I, I suppose I would have lo- probably lost this game if uh, if those had averaged out. But yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I went from 134 points to 58 in one week. Um, and I guess the, the, the main culprit there being injuries, but also just a bunch of these guys having bad games. Um, injuries and COVID, I should say. 
yeah. Yeah, that was a bummer. Like, I would say, I, w- I would, oh man, Barkley got hurt too? Yep. Man. Oh, well, Barkley is hurt now. Barkley, hurt. Barkley played that whole game, but like, Barkley game. sucks now. Um, like that well, I mean, game. maybe he was trying to play through. I mean, if he's injured now, like maybe I think he... it's like a maintenance thing they've been doing. It's the kind of thing where like he's a little banged up, but like oh. everyone kind of is, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, largely for Barkley, it's just like the offense is so bad. Like the O-line is terrible, and like they're always behind, so it's really hard for him to do anything. And he's not super explosive right now, so it's a bad situation for Barkley. But yeah, like... Miles Sanders has been one of my best players for the last couple weeks. Like, he broke his hand, like, missed the entire second half. James Robinson got hurt on the first drive of the game, missed the entire game after that. Brandon Cooks got COVID, couldn't start him, had to start Donovan Peoples-Jones. Like, yeah. Chris Godwin got hurt, I had to start Jacoby Myers. Like, that's just, it was too much. So, did Godwin get hurt last week? Yeah, or- he tore his ACL um, the last week, or in the quarterfinals. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So you, just, so, you go from having uh, Cooks and... Uh, Cooks and Godwin. Cooks and Godwin to Jacoby Myers and Peoples Jones, and then <laughs> Robinson and Sanders both tear their shit. And yeah, yeah, that that'll do it. Yeah, and then just like otherwise too. I mean, like like we mentioned, like I mean, besides that, you had a fine week. It was like okay, yeah. I mean, like Andrews had a good game. You got a good. Mark Andrews is awesome. I fucking love that guy. Like yeah. man, he's just absolutely been putting on. I'm 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 happy, but I think like Mark Andrews, he. I know we talk about coaches being on the hot seat all the time, but as far as like. Mark Andrews being like a top tier tight end, people were getting a little. I mean, I feel like last year he was kind of outside of that like I, top. I, I feel like people coming into the year they were like Kelsey Waller Kittle, like that's the top tier, and then this like year, Andrews maybe. coming into this year, yeah, 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 and then Andrews is like a little bit below that tier. Like I drafted him at the end of the fourth round, um, which I'm sad I won't be able to do that next year. Yeah, <laughs> like he's going to be the second tight end off the board, I would assume. Um, yeah, I think I think Andrews had a good. I mean, I remember last year he was not. People drafted him earlier last year, and he didn't. He was a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah, he was a little disappointing last year. He's been really, really excellent this year. Like no matter who's playing quarterback for the Ravens, I mean, this week they were starting Josh Johnson because our boy Tyler Hunt- Huntley got hurt. Um, um, did he get COVID? Um. Oh yeah, you're right. He got COVID. Yeah, for it. Um, Lamar Jackson is hurt, but. Uh, but yeah, even with their third string quarterback, Mark Andrews putting up eight catches for 125 and a touchdown. Like, yeah, that dude can play. Um, it's fun to watch them too because he's just like the only guy who gets targeted. In. It's yeah, it's lovely. Um, yeah. Other than that, like, do we Mark- think? Do, sorry, not to go back to mm-hmm. Tyler Huntley. Did we talk about this last week? Do we think Tyler Huntley is gonna, uh, like, is someone gonna trade for Tyler Huntley? Is Tyler Huntley gonna, like, is someone gonna take know. a flyer on Huntley? I'm gonna guess probably not. I mean. I don't know if you've seen enough for a team to, like, make him their starter, you know? Whereas, yeah. like, and if I'm the Ravens, I'm like, well, like, Lamar Jackson, you know, definite injury risk there. Like, why don't we just keep this backup who's, like, shown to be pretty decent and can, like, keep us afloat if Jackson gets hurt. So if I were them, I'd be holding on to that guy for, like, at least another year. But Yeah. it's a thing. If someone offers you something juicy, like a, I don't know, third, third-round pick or yeah. something. I just like, don't know if that offer is going to be there, you know? Yeah, it might be the kind of thing where, like, if you draft a guy in the, like, middle of the first round, you, just, you don't quite, you know, the thing where you don't want to start him, like, right away, you know, maybe you have him battle it out. Maybe, but I mean, like, Huntley's a young guy, too. It's not like he's, like, a veteran guy, which is normally what you do for that kind of thing. Um, yeah, otherwise, I wanted to shout out the uh, Chargers defense for putting up negative three yeah. points against the Texans. <laughs> like, how is that even possible? Um I mean, like, I know the Chargers defense isn't great or anything, but, like, it's the Texans, guys. Like, what are we doing? Um, so that was fun. Also, like, me leaving Sony Michelle on the bench was kind of a, a rip. You know? Yeah. Oh, well. I, like, uh, I got caught in kind of a weird situation because uh, Dante Foreman was playing on Thursday night, and I had five startable running backs. But I was thinking to myself, like, one of these guys is going to get COVID before the week. Like, 100%. One of these guys is going to get COVID. Like, I have to start Foreman on Thursday so I don't get caught you know, empty handed. Mm-hmm. It's turned out like nobody got COVID, but everyone got hurt during their game. <laughs> and then Sony Michelle, for whatever reason, was the guy I decided not to start. Um, not that it would have mattered at all, but uh, it would have made it look a little better anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting, I don't know who owns Daryl Henderson. Is it, is it? It's Tim. Tim had him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Tim doesn't matter anymore. Yep. So, sorry, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, it seems has taken over the lead back there. Well, Henderson got hurt um, in this game too. Oh, did he? Yeah, so Michelle is the guy now. Uh, they did activate Cam I thought they were, like, I thought they were like, like slowly getting Henderson back. 
I thought he was on like a... Yeah, he got like re-hurt, I believe. Yeah, he's out three to five weeks. No but, way, really? Yeah, MCL injuries. Oh, so. dang. I thought they were just like easing him back into it. No, it's like a new a new thing, so... Um, oh, okay, so he's the guy now. Yeah, so Michelle is definitely the guy. So um, you're going to start him this week for sure. Oh, yeah, coach. Um, yeah, <laughs> especially with two of these guys getting... Oh, injuries. yeah. Well, Barkley... Not really much of a choice. <laughs> Everyone else is out. Yeah, right. Um, um, so, yeah, that, that'll be good at least. I've got Sonny Michelle. Um, let's talk about Joe's team, though. Don't want to bury the lead here. Um, Joe making his first uh, Schaefer Bowl appearance. Joe and Henry both making their first appearance. Uh, good for the league. Got some new guys there. Yeah, new boy. In the bowl. I guess we didn't even mention with Henry. we got to shout him out. He broke his streak of four years in a row losing in the semifinals. <laughs> so, good work, Henry. Yeah, he finally got over the hump. Congrats. Um, yeah, so let's talk about Joe. Um, Joe had a weird week in that only, like, three of these guys that were actually good but he also scored 115 points. Like, the two Bengals had insane weeks. Joe Mixon and T. Higgins. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ben's over here starting Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> God, that was so frustrating. It's like, T. Higgins is not a guy that you expect to go for 31 points on you. You know, like, he's been really good yeah. the last month and a half, but, like, 31 points is, like... Well, they were trying to run, they were trying to run up the score on Baltimore. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> so, so, Cincinnati played Baltimore. It's an interdivision rivalry, and... After the game, so I had Joe Burrow pass for five twenty five, and uh, I think it was I think like fifth most all time or something. Yeah, it was like up something there. like that. Yeah. Uh, and Bur- Burrow says after the game, they like asked him about it, and he essentially was like, um, "This is like this isn't high school or pee wee. Like this is the NFL. Like you you play till the final whistle." They they did it to us last year yeah. or something like that. The, like, Ra- the Ravens are sort of yeah. notorious for kind of like doing like funky stuff at the end of games like that, and not yeah. necessarily running up the score, but like trying for weird things. Like they had that thing where they wanted to get to a hundred rushing yards to like extend their streak of that, and so they like ran a play with two seconds left against someone earlier this season. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's like that kind of thing with the Ravens, where they can kind of rub people the wrong way. Yeah, and um, he was like, "I don't have any sympathy." Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like, pretty funny. So they just yeah. absolutely torched. Like, the Ravens' defense is super injury and COVID decimated right now, so that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, Mixon and Higgins together put up almost as much as my entire team. Like, they put up 56.9, and I had 58.2. <laughs> so, like, those two guys. And then you add on top of that, uh, Josh Allen scored 31 points against the Patriots, which was pretty impressive. Uh, is Josh Allen bad? That's a good point. Uh, yeah, Joe's, Joe's – I mean, Joe is obviously doing a bit, but he said that when Josh- – <laughs> It's a, you he, never quite know. Yeah. He, he, he's only... He, it's one of those things where it's like, he, you're making it a bit, but you're only doing it because, like, you were being serious initially, <laughs> yeah. and you're trying to, like, pretend that you were joking the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Allen sitting... Uh, Josh Allen sitting <laughs> with, like, t- 20 points, like, midway through the third quarter, like, having a pretty good game, and Joe is like, like, what is this bullshit? I'm like, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here with Aaron Rodgers, like... Defending MVP, 20 points in the whole game. So that's how it goes. But I mean, like, yeah, it just a weird a weird way to score 115 points here for Joe. Like he had those three guys, Allen, Higgin, and Higgins, and Mixon, put up 86 points. Josh Allen, QB1. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Um, yeah, so those three guys put up 86 points, and then the rest of the team was not very good. Um, like the Packers defense had a good game on Saturday there. They had four interceptions of Baker Mayfield, but like Tim Patrick wasn't very good. Hunter Henry had less than 10 yards. Melvin Gordon had zero total yards. Uh, Tyler Lockett had three points. Like that's, that's funny. Cause Javante Williams also had a bad game. I think the Broncos must've just really sucked. <laughs> I didn't watch any of that game, but yeah, <laughs> brutal. Um, uh, Melvin Gordon, seven carries for negative four yards. <laughs> Not what you want. Um, so yeah, are the are the Broncos have got to be moving on from Drew Locke, right? Yeah, I mean, like they, I they, I assume Teddy is their starter for next season, but I oh yeah, they I'm have not Teddy. like Drew. Yeah, Drew Locke is starting because Teddy is hurt or coveted or something. Um, Boy, has Teddy even been that good? And he's been like enough to keep them like on the fringes of the playoff race. I guess like I would be looking for someone better for sure. Um, but like I think you can just cut Drew Locke. Like he's just not Teddy Bridgewater is QB nineteen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, not great. Um, behind Taylor Heineke. Hey. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Fantasy asset, uh, Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Uh, Broncos should trade for Tyler Huntley. Do it. Because, uh, I mean, they're, they're not going to have a very high draft pick. They're not. No. Isn't yeah. their record Isn't their record not that? 
Yeah, they're, I mean, seven, they're seven and eight. Yeah, they're like almost 500. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah. yeah, I feel like they've been in that situation for like half a decade now, though, where they've oh, like yeah. needed a good quarterback, but their defense is too good to get them a good draft pick. So they're just kind yeah, of stuck. Yeah, just having Von Miller for forever. Yeah. And, uh, well, who they have? Who did? Who was that quarterback they drafted him from Memphis? A few, Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch. They had yeah, that. The he Pax, was just terrible. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. <laughs> just... it, it turns out John Elway is really bad at picking quarterbacks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think. Joe might be, like, a little concerned. Oh, I'm sure because he's Joe, he's not really concerned. But if I were Joe, I might be concerned going into the championship game, given, like, how many of these guys didn't have good performances. Like, you can't really count on the Bengals doing that again because they're playing the Chiefs this week. (laughs) Um, I mean, like, could be a shootout. It could be. um, But at the same time, like, the Chiefs defense is not the current Ravens defense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, he's not going to get 31 from Higgins. but Right, yeah. yeah. He could get, like, a normal amount. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Joe doesn't really have the depth to, like, make a decision. <laughs> to do anything he, about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe he starts... If Mike Williams is out again, which he probably won't be, maybe you start Guyton, but I guess Guyton also has COVID. So, I mean, like, if you're Joe, you're just rolling with it. You're just rolling uh, with it. You're slotting MBS back in instead of Tim Patrick, and then <laughs> uh, and then that's it, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Oh, Zach Moss was not a healthy scratch. <laughs> hey That's interesting. <laughs> Always good when your guys are active, yeah. Um... Right, Matt Breedon was a healthy scratch. <laughs> Russian roulette over there with the Bills. Um, all right, uh, you got anything else on the the semis there? Well, I mean, we got to give Joe. I mean, we give Joe a hard time a lot, but you know, I, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for Joe, um, especially when I've had kind of a bad year. Joe has very, very uh, valiantly taken up the league villain. Oh yeah. Uh, card, and I have not been able to do that this year. So, um, I'm happy for Joe. Um, He's he's I mean he's had a good season he's had a lot of uh, a lot of good luck with injury I'm not ready to give his title a preemptive asterisk because of the injury stuff um, he's but he's had a relatively uh, clean bill of health yeah um, but I mean he, yeah he's he's got a good team though I mean Josh Allen Aaron Jones Gordon's had a great year Gordon's a great great value um, Mixon has been good this year I mean he's he's had, he he picked a good team um, yeah. He's had a good season, so I think I'm excited for this matchup. I feel like sometimes we have Schaefer Bowl, and it's like a team that kind of just like got lucky in the playoffs. Yeah. They're, they're like the six, seven, eight seed, or the six, seven, eighth, like most points scored, and they yeah. just kind of get lucky and wait, find themselves in the championship. But I think both of these teams, Henry, Joe, they've been paying attention. They've been active on the waiver wire. They've yeah, been, they both like deserve to be around. Yeah, they yeah. they both have good teams, and I think uh, you know. Um, yeah, I I was looking at like a like a really non desirable situation there for a little bit when it looked like Ethan might win because I didn't really I didn't really want Ethan to win the Schaefer Bowl because I I don't want anyone to win twice before I win once you right. know um, and I don't want Joe to win because I don't want Joe to win right <laughs> um, so I was in, I was in a sticky situation there for a little while I'm like God damn it like one of these guys is gonna win but luckily Henry won I'm totally fine with Henry winning Schaefer Bowl I feel like he's kind of earned it you know he's had a pretty good team for a long time now so. Um, rooting for you, Henry. You heard it here first, Joe. So should we just make a? Should we just while we're talking about? Should we just make picks? Do our picks? Yeah, let's do it. What you got then? Um, I'm I'm gonna click over to to week seventeen. See what see what our uh, see what our projections are giving us. Ooh, this is Yahoo has this neck oh, wow. and neck and neck. Fifty one percent Henry, forty nine percent Joe. Yeah, hundred. So Joe Joe hasn't swapped in MBS yet though, and that would make him the favorite if he did that. I assume he will do that. Um, it looks like Henry might be able to start DeAndre Swift, which would be. Uh... I mean, we assume Kelsey is coming back, right? Yeah, Kelsey should be good because he was just a COVID. Oh, Chief, the Chiefs they activated him uh, twelve thirty today. They yeah. activated him after. I think I think fully operational. I think Henry is going to win this game. Um, I guess maybe he's a little bit weaker because, like, Justin Jackson isn't going to get as much run as he did this week um, with Eckler coming back. But Henry did pick up Dari Ogumboale, the, the Jaguars backup, who's replacing James Robinson. You know, it's going to be good for eight points or something, and he might get a touchdown in there. You never know. Um, kind of a tough matchup for yeah. them with the Pats. But... Fuck off. I should have had Ogumboale. I'm so pissed <laughs> off about that. Um, but I think that Henry, like, yeah, with, with getting Kelsey and Swift back, I, I think I think he does pull this one out. It's it's going to be a close game. I, I definitely don't expect a blowout in either direction. But is Eckler still out? No, Eckler, Eckler just had COVID, right? So he should be back. That's Eckler's going to be back, I believe. 
Yeah, Eckler got activated. So so are you gonna are you gonna start Justin Jackson with? I mean, I'm so I'm so he doesn't have a ton of other great options. Robbie Anderson. Also, like Jackson is like kind of mildly startable. He's gonna get like he is not. He's gonna get like eight touches or something. Yeah, Robbie Anderson blows Ben. You just have to accept it. I I I don't I don't Robbie Anderson against the Saints. Like no, thank you. Robbie Anderson's had a good la- just. I mean, if you're talking about the last few weeks for Justin Jackson, talk about the last few weeks for Robbie Anderson. He's been fine. I'm not. I'm not buying the Robbie Anderson. Um, oh, right, he's gonna get the Marshawn Lattimore treatment. Who you? Oh wait, no. DJ Moore's gonna do. DJ Moore's gonna get the Marshawn Lattimore treatment. That means Robbie Anderson's gonna have all kinds of open looks. <laughs> They're gonna score like three points in this game, so it's not gonna. Happen. I, I I I think you're like being very bullish on like a clear number two running back being started in Schaefer Bowl. I, I don't know. I think I think if if I'm starting in Schaefer Bowl, like I, I think you gotta you gotta go for it. You know, if, like if you put up if you start Justin Jackson instead of Robbie and Robbie outscores Justin Jackson by like eight and you end up scoring like ninety four. You know, like I don't know. I'd be kicking myself. I think you gotta go for it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't know if there's the trust there with Robbie Anderson. I don't. I'm not buying. Well, Henry clearly does not trust Robbie Anderson. He hasn't <laughs> started him at all in the yeah. last like month. Yeah. Uh, but like, um, but he's also, but he's got Devonte Parker in there. Yeah, Devonte Parker might be the one guy that like, I, I would trust less than like, Robbie Anderson. Like, I don't know. He so. just put up a donut. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know. I guess he had. Like, I guess he had. Yeah, Sixty and a touchdown the week before. Yeah, never mind. Parker's fine. He's had two straight games of sixty yards. All right, what's your pick here, Ben? Um. Let's see what these matchups are. Um. I do like some of the matchups for Joe's team. He's got Josh Allen going against the Falcons. Should be a bunch of points. And yeah, uh, the, the, the aforementioned Chiefs. Bengals and Chiefs game. Lockett's got the Lions. I feel like the Packers are going to dick on the Vikings. Like yeah. The do. Um, yeah. Oh, interesting. Joe has – I just realized Joe has – Higgins and Mixon. Henry has Jamar Chase. Yeah. Going up against the Chiefs. The the Bengals game is a big one for this matchup, yeah. Um God, this is tough. This is close. And it it could all come down to Najee Harris on Monday night. He's the only Monday night player in this game. We got a bunch of the Sunday night game with uh the Packers and Vikings being involved, but I think um I think uh, I think when, with Joe swapping in this Tim Patrick for MVS, uh, I think MVS has got that ceiling. Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers is going to show up for primetime. Kirk Cousins is going to not show up for primetime like he always does. I have a feeling Marquez Valdez Scantling. That would be nice. We, after 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 giving Joe a hard time about MVS being bad all season, you know, I think he it's wins Im- him a title. It's it's important to say, you know, I I'm not. It's it's important to not be too prideful with your takes. You know, it's important yeah. to like, you know, be uh, flexible. And I and MVS, you know, he's been he's been coming on recently. You know, he's had a couple. Of, he's had a couple of big games, and I have a feeling he's going to get a big. Uh, a big touchdown here. He's, you know, that I, would be fun. Like I like MVS scoring like a thirty yard touchdown on Sunday night. Well, espe- especially if Henry's especially if Henry's not going to start Robbie. If he's going low ceiling with uh, Jackson over uh, over Robbie, you know, I think uh, I think uh, I think Joe's I think Joe's going to win it. But I will say though, if <laughs> <laughs> hedge hedge. <laughs> if Henry starts Robbie Anderson, uh, you know. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Henry has to start Robbie Anderson, and you're gonna pick him. God. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's a ceiling play. It's matching <laughs> matching MVS's ceiling. A man play. with 460 receiving yards in a, in a year that he's played every single game. <laughs> Get out of my face, Evan. Here. He's engaged. <laughs> um, okay, Ben. Uh, so your pick is Joe, unless yeah. Henry starts Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk briefly about the consolation games, uh, and then we can... Yeah, we don't have to talk that long about it. Yeah, we really don't. Um, so I guess the first one that we're really not going to talk very long about is Ryan versus Tony. <sighs> Tony scrapes by with another win in the consolation. <laughs> you hate to see it. You really do. Um, it's, it's, gonna, all, it's all up to me. Uh, yeah, so Ben, you and I were talking before we went on air, um, 
it, it seems like ne- in next year's draft, the, the top two consensus picks are going to be Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, probably in that order, I would guess. Um, so I think, I think like you and Tony are now guaranteed one of those two guys, if you would like them. Uh, otherwise then I'm not quite sure who will go third and fourth. Uh, Cooper Cup. That's Cooper, a good point. Cooper Cup is going to be really high. Should, number pick, fourth is pretty high. Should I pick Cooper Cup number two? Do it. Picking <laughs> <laughs> a wide receiver number two, a white wide receiver number two is, is bold. Um, I think like guys like Austin Eckler are going to be in that range. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this it doesn't seem like there's a whole big list of of guys that you're super comfortable in that range. So good for you to get into that top two. Uh, kind of you know a tough draw here from Ryan uh, having to pick third or fourth next year, or actually I think it'll be fourth. Um, so yeah, he scored 83 points in this matchup and Tony scored 86. So t- Tony, Tony escapes with a small win. Tony's team was almost entirely Dak Prescott and Nick Chubb. Uh, but Should hey. talk about Tony first? I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to talk about him more than okay. uh, I'm, I'm saying right now, basically. Oh, Dak. Oh yeah. Dak Prescott, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, At least Tony started a full lineup. Justin oh, Jefferson. I take it back. Justin Jefferson had a good game. Mike Evans had COVID. Uh, put up a zero in Tony's starting lineup. He could have had 10 more points just started Antonio Brown. It's kind of funny that like Tony's team is where guys go to die in my mind. Like I don't think about anyone on Tony's team the entire season. So I'm like a little less aware of how these guys are doing. I think there might be a market inefficiency with some of the, I mean, with, when it comes to like the draft next year, like AJ Dillon is probably going to go in like the 12th round. Yeah. Because like, no, like we haven't talked about AJ Dillon at right. all. And like, we, we just like forget about AJ Dillon, but he had like a pretty yeah. solid season. He's he, AJ Dillon is definitely in that like Alexander Madison He's, like, uh, above that because he has value um, when Madison isn't playing. I think of him yeah, kind of... Oh, you mean when Aaron... Or, or oh, when, uh, yeah, when like, Aaron like, Jones is playing. Right, yeah. Like, Dylan yeah. always has value. Like, he's he's been getting, like, you know, a solid 10 carries per game. That's even, true. Even when That's Aaron true. Jones is playing. Well, it's funny you say that. Like, this is, like, case in point right here. It's like, I haven't clicked on AJ Dillon's, uh, <laughs> right, like, yeah. little chiclet at any point. And he hasn't... Wow. Yeah, but I mean, Dylan... He hasn't scored below five since week three. Since week seven, yeah, um, yeah. So it's, it's oh yeah, negative one. <laughs> yeah, negative one, bro. Um, but yeah, like we'll he's been like, he's been like actually a flexible player like the yeah. season. Um, I think he's kind of been like the Jamal, like Jamal Williams when he was on the Packers had this role for a long time where like you never quite thought that he was fantasy viable, but then you looked at him and you're like, oh yeah, like I could flex this guy the whole year and it would be fine. Yeah, um, AJ Dillon is in that realm for me. I think he's gonna get drafted in like the sixth round, like. You roll the dice in, like, if if Aaron Jones gets hurt, A.J. Dillon is, like, a top 10 running back, so. Wasn't everyone pissed off about the A.J. Dillon pick? Yeah, at the time. Well, because, like, Aaron Rodgers had wanted them to get, like, wide receivers, and then they just pick, like, this oh, guy. Oh, yeah, he was 2020. Back. Oh, yeah, because everyone was pissed off about the, um, the Jordan Love pick. Yeah. But it was, like, the Jordan Love pick, like, made sense to me in the same way that the Aaron Rodgers pick made sense to me, as far as, like, a transition. But, like, if you're going to pick Jordan Love in the first round... Like picking AJ Dillon when you have Aaron Jones back in, in the they second round. They had just they had just paid Aaron. Jones. Yeah, they had just yeah, yeah they had just given him like a massive yeah. uh, contract. Yeah. Um, so Tony advances to the consolation final. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be rooting for you, Ben. Uh, it will be funny though, like if Tony picks first overall, and we just don't have to think about Jonathan Taylor all season because it'll be on Tony's team. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, okay, I let's uh, let's in memoriam Ryan's team and then. Uh, Rough loss for Rye, 83 points here, uh, with Lamar Jackson and Austin Eckler being out. So, like, if, yeah. if either of those guys have been healthy, he probably wins this game. Yeah, because Derek Carr puts up eight. Yeah, right. That's, that's I mean, that's your, game. that's your game right there. Yeah. Was, um... Replacement QB, not quite doing it. Um, he did get Chase Edmonds back. Edmonds yeah, has been Edmonds injured. had a big game. And I mean, and I mean uh, Michael Carter had a good game. Depend, like, if Austin Eckler, it's tough to, like, think in the counterfactual, but, like, if... If Austin Eckler had been healthy, depending on who Ryan removes, especially because Cordero can play multiple positions, like yeah. who knows who Ryan would have benched in exchange for Austin Eckler? Yeah, actually, like he had a reasonably high floor on a bunch of these guys, yeah. so Eckler would have had to score like ten to twelve points for Ryan yeah. to win this game. But yeah, yeah. I assume he's he pro- Eckler, probably would have benched. Probably would have, but I mean. I mean, you assume he probably benches Marvin Jones. Yeah, I think just because I don't think I don't think Ryan does the thing where you start. I think Ryan does the thing where you just start guys that you like more. He doesn't really <laughs> do like the Thursday night flex avoidance thing, but I guess he might. 
Um, but it, I, it's more like it's easier to it's easier to say like Lamar Jackson, um, Derek Carr, like that is such an obvious yeah, right. swap there that like well and like Lamar Jackson would have scored at least twelve points in this game I'm sure oh yeah <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah Ryan Ryan probably gets this win if Lamar Jackson is healthy but alas yeah um, you hate to see it hey Andrew's here Andrew you have a good, Andrew you have a good ski. We're wrapping up the pod right now. Do you want to say any words about your um, your season? Any any party any parting thoughts now that you're irrelevant because you lost in the quarters? If I had to describe my season in one word, it would be typical. <laughs> who is who is your who is your MVP of your team? MVP of my team? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Kyler Murray. That guy. Well, no, I I, I was that was actually an honest question because you have to decide between Kyler and Jonathan Taylor. I think uh, it was Jonathan definitely Jonathan mark. Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> Kyler, heavy question mark end of the season. Yeah, um, Kyler's bad now. All right, Ben, let's talk about your game and then we can wrap this up. Um, mm. Let's do Quinn's team first. So wait, so who is picking third and fourth? Um, so Ryan is picking fourth and Quinn is picking third in the draft next year. Is that because of reverse standing? That's because yeah, that breaks the tie there basically. Um, yeah, because uh, Ryan finished higher than Quinn in the regular season. All right. Um, yeah, so Quinn uh, lost to you, Ben, in the other consolation game. 71 points for Quinn. He had, like, a few guys put up decent games. Uh, the rookie wide receivers have been coming on here, Devontae Smith and Jim Waddle. Um, otherwise, some kind of, like, you know, like, why is Quinn starting Kenny and Wongu? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are we doing that? When I saw that, I was like, "Don't hate." <laughs> I like, guess well, like it, it was big for it was big for me. Andrew, can you not? Could you have waited like literally like two minutes? I think you could have just kept going through that. <laughs> no, I I, I I guarantee you that it picks it up really obnoxiously. Uh, so Kenny and Wangwu, I agree. Pretty pretty dumb start from Quinn. But that being said, James Conner was out. Which was clutch for me. Yeah, and Kareem Hunt Kareem and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, so yeah. thin so, bench here for Quinn. Yeah, it's a, it was a thin one. Um, he kind of had to find someone to, to 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 scrape scrape the bottom of the barrel to start. Um, I think Jalen Waddle is going to be a guy that really moves up draft boards next year. I mean, he's he's been come, coming on pretty strong here, averaging like ten or so targets a game over the last I don't know eight to ten games. So. Gonna be a guy I think who gets drafted pretty high next year. Gotta love the Alabama synergy with Tua. So excited to see him next year. You know, maybe the offense will be a little healthier in general in Miami. Like a little bit more of a running game would probably be useful for everyone down there. But yeah, Waddle's definitely a breakout candidate. Um, I'm looking at his stats this. And he's gonna have like 1,100 yards this year or something. (laughs) Like he's he's having a pretty good season already. You know. How are, are are the Dolphins gonna stick with Tua? I would assume so. Like they've won seven in a row. So oh, like, have they? Yeah, they're eight and seven. <laughs> so like, I I would assume they're not gonna be trying like especially hard. Like maybe they're kicking the tires on Deshaun Watson or something. But like, I don't think they're gonna draft someone. You know, I would be surprised. It, nobody thinks very highly of this year's draft class either. It seems like quarterback wise. So I think Tua yeah, will Tua, be back. Tua has not had a good year though. Not from fantasy perspective, but he's been okay as a starter. Like he's not he's not killing them, obviously. <laughs> Seven wins in a row. So Yeah. Um I don't know, anything else with Quinn? Um, Probably not for Quinn's team here, but not yeah, the best so, so so Quinn finished Quinn finished ninth this year in the standings. Points four. It looks like he finished one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He finished easier to do it he, the other way. <laughs> he finished. He finished. He finished thirteenth. Thirteenth in points point scored. Point yeah, scored. not the best um, title defense here from Quinn, but you know, stuff happens. No, I only had to go to the hundredth or the hundreds to, to see that. Um. Yeah. So, kind of a disappointing year for Quinn. Yeah, it's tough when like what, what went wrong. What went wrong for Quinn's team? What was Quinn? Who was Quinn's first round pick? That's when somebody got hurt. Um, um, let me look it up real quickly here. Um, I would say I would say Quinn Quinn DeAndre Hopkins. I would say probably had a, a relatively disappointing. Yeah, year. the DeAndre Hopkins one was tough. Just because like he started off the year so hot, and then oh, Quinn's first round pick was Saquon Barkley, so that didn't go well either. Oh, um, damn, so, he, so who did he trade for? So he traded Barkley and Sanders. That was his first and third round pick to me for 
James Conner and Kareem Hunt. Uh, oh, yeah. Which kind of ended up being a wash because everyone in that deal was sort of injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, looking at Hopkins' thing, like, he, had, he was having a really good season until he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing is tough. And, like, Miles Sanders had some injury issues this year. Like, Saquon was hurt. Hunt got hurt. Yeah, like, so just... Well, he, I guess he didn't have Hunt. Um, he, he, basically, the whole time he had Hunt, he was injured. So, yeah, it's not great. And I'm guessing yeah. I'm guessing Quinn kind of uh, cycled through... Did he start Cousins all year? Um, he had Justin Herbert, but then he traded Herbert um, oh, yeah. to Henry. God, that, was so that was a rough deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think I don't think this team was Russell Gage. I don't think this team was like gonna be a title contender regardless. But yeah, it was not helped by some of the subsequent moves. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Better luck next year for Quinn. I think having having a stud in the third pick is gonna make you know make it all look a lot better. So yeah, hopefully that'll help out. Yeah, Quinn Quinn's team kind of. uh... Kind of cycles. I think. I think Quinn kind of is on that every other year grind. Where like, yeah. because what well, was it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it last year? Or when he won it? He had. An, I think he, he had the number one. Pick he had number one pick. Didn't he pick yeah. Barkley or McCaffrey? And then yeah, he, it, McCaffrey and Mahomes. And then well, yeah. And then on, the yeah. Then because yeah. Yeah. Because then the on the on the turn he picked Mahomes. Yeah. So yeah. he had Mahomes and McCaffrey or whatever. And mm-hmm. so now this year he'll have a similar. He'll get a stud with the third overall pick, and yeah. then probably. He'll, Pick someone really good in the second round, and yeah, yeah work out. Yeah. yeah, so all right. Well, Quinn, I would say good season, but you didn't really have a good season. I I also did not have a good season. Worst season, you could say. But I but I might be able to salvage it. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So and let's uh, talk about your. Well, also, team I got trip Quinn real quick. He owes me a case of uh, nice case of Mick Golden for the uh, nice for the for the fan or for the for New Year's. I guess we could talk about that quick. If you're around for New Year's, come hang out. Yeah, come hang out northeast with, with the fam. Um, I guess I a lot to add up. I probably am in the red with Quinn as far as our weekly ten dollar so. yeah. thing. So it's probably gonna basically balance out to you buying a case for yourself. <laughs> it's probably gonna be really close to that. So that's true. We could just take the twenty. You what, could just like erase it. Really what's a, what's a case of a gold like eighteen bucks yeah, or something? Like yeah, we could just. <laughs> yeah, we could just that's funny. Wipe the slate, Okay, Ben, talk about your team. Uh, I guess mostly talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, well, yeah, we talked about it before. I don't have to really go into it again. Um, Joe Burrow, 525, was like fifth most passing yards of all time or something like that. I wish, 38 fantasy points. If I would have if I would have been a better podcast uh, host, I would have actually looked up what all time the 525 yards was. I think, um, yeah, it was something like that. I know the record was uh, Norm Van Brocklin. Is it <laughs> somehow from like the fifties or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Well, I I was feeling pretty nervous about well not nervous but just like uncertain about my matchup with Quinn and then I remember Tyler Boyd had like a sixty yard touchdown. Tyler Boyd didn't actually have that good of a game. He just had like one one, one big catch. He had like one sixty yard touchdown. Yeah, I guess so like a sixty yard touchdown if you have the quarterback and the wide receiver is worth like what. 18 points yeah. yeah so yeah that's easily the margin here i think you won by about five or six so so yeah that's that's the biggest thing and the only other guy who like yeah kind of didn't suck for you was deontay johnson um but you know you get two guys who put up 50 something and you're in the consolation that you can you can win the game so yeah um rashad bateman keeps i love rashad bateman because row the boat but like that guy i i've picked wrong on bateman every week the last like five weeks i just like cannot i cannot pick right well he, he is, yeah. starts he's, he's kind of alternating good uh, and bad so yeah. yeah um i do want to say though i am curious to see uh if amon or st brown gets picked like reasonably high next year like he's really come on yeah wow he's at he's had he's because he's he wasn't doing that well before this. he's had yeah. 11 targets or more in the last four games yeah, Last that'll be years. interesting too, because like yeah. a couple of those games, I guess maybe only this most recent one were without Jared Goff, and the other three were with him. But like, I don't know if Jared Goff's going to be the starter next year for Detroit. I would guess not. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's always kind of hard to say, and I don't think like there's a huge ceiling on a on a Lions player. Period. But also, but something you have to also remember is Amon St. Brown is a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Like like he, like usually rookies are not like that. I mean, it's towards the end of the year. It takes wide receivers a little bit longer to acclimate. Um, 
So I, I could see him on St. Brown. I think he's going to be like a seventh or eighth round pick, yeah. and he's going to like probably help someone out who drafts him there. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine he goes like yeah. t- totally skyrocketing up boards. But yeah, or um, I do have to give a little thanks to Evan because if you hadn't if you hadn't gifted me with Tyler Boyd on the waiver wire, there you go. Um, when I saw him on the waiver wire, just like having a very low ceiling team and having Joe Burrow, I was like, like t- when Tyler Boyd like fell into my lap, <laughs> I was like, thank you, Evan. Uh, and that was like that's that sixty yard touchdown. You know, that's what you need when your team is dog shit. You just need to pick a stack and just hope that you get a big touchdown. And that's like what what happened this week. So. Yeah, Boyd has kind of turned his year around the last four games as well. Like he he had been pretty disappointing up until week thirteen, but yeah, has had a few nice games in a row now. So give your title to Boyd. Yeah. Um. So Evan, do your picks for uh, me versus. <laughs> <laughs> Me versus Tony. I mean, I refuse to pick Tony in this game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be picking you, I guess. Uh, who are the Bengals playing? They're playing the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this game. It could it could happen. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked regardless. How I guess how many guys are in Tony's lineup who won't be playing? Uh, so it looks like so Mike Evans is still on the COVID list. He should be back though. Um, but yeah, it looks like it looks like Tony's team will be healthy. Um, yeah, it says, it says Evans also has a hamstring issue. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe you get lucky there. I mean... I don't think my team is as good as Tony's. I honestly don't think it's that far off, though. Like, Tony also has a bunch of guys who are not that good. I guess the problem is that he has, like, higher ceiling guys. Tony like, has Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, yeah, right. So My best running back is Mark Ingram. <laughs> um, I'm still picking you, Ben. I, I Fantasy guys, I think, will, will smile kindly upon the effort here. It would be incredible if I somehow... This would be a miracle. If yeah, I, if yeah. I, if you I, would think the consolation would be pretty <laughs> unlikely for sure. Um, yeah, but should be it should be a fun matchup here. Right now, Tony is projected for eighty six. I am projected for sixty one. Sixty one, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh no! Oh, but I got I got to swap out a couple of. Let me see. Let me see. Once I. Wow! Yeah, that what, was that what? was a brutal. I assume you're starting Amon Ra. Yeah, I'm starting Amon Ra. We're putting bait. Sorry, Braxton Berrios. Yeah, yeah. I went for the yellow. Sorry, with Braxton Berrios didn't quite work. Um, wait, why is Damian Harris out? Oh. Why is Why is Ramondre projected for eight? Yeah, that seems a little generous. Is Damian Harris out? Um. I guess ha- he has been injured. So. Who has Damian Harris? Sometimes those projections kind of lag behind, um, in terms of injury situations as well, but. Uh, it looks like Damian Harris is healthy. Okay, yeah. So, I don't really know. Well, I'm picking you, Ben. We're doing it. Damian Harris had 28 points. He had 100 Did yards I... and three touchdowns wow. against the Bills. Good work, Damian Harris. Yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, well, he's on Noah's team, so that's why we didn't yeah. talk about him. Uh, but, yeah, now, now, I am, now I am projected for 76. Okay, but now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ben, should we wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Queer eyes. Full hearts. Can't Can't lose. lose.